Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun of the Run podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, also known as Waddell Running Lady, and I'm so glad you're here. It makes my heart so happy when I get all of your responses and feedback on my episode. So thank you so much for listening each week. We're coming up really soon on the one-year anniversary of the Fun of the Run podcast. I started in February of 2023, and so that's going to be an exciting milestone. Pretty excited about that. Forgot real quick before we get started, I want to remind you that you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Waddell Running Lady, or you can email me at funoftherunpodcast at gmail.com and let me know what you think about today's episode. So last year I took a poll on Instagram and asked how you all would feel about me interviewing my husband for the podcast, and it was a unanimous vote. <laughs> that everyone wanted me to interview him. So my husband is named Dustin, actually. And I don't know how many of you know that because a lot of times he just goes by Waddell Running Hubs in all of my reels. So welcome to the podcast, honey. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So my first question that I have for you is, well, I have a lot of questions, but the first one is until I started running. So that was back in May of 2018. Had you ever given running any thought at all? No, I don't think I even did any jogging for warmups or anything. So, and I treadmill, that's all I did was a treadmill warm up before lifting weights. Okay. And then yourself. So you had not really ever run, but no. And in fact, I thought it was not a good idea to run. I thought it would be bad for your knees. Really? (laughs) (laughs) How cliche. That's hilarious. And okay, so, but you've always been active. I mean, as far as not necessarily like working out, but active jobs and. I've always had active jobs typically where I was out and about walking construction sites. So, yeah. And honestly, um, like, you know, I don't know if this probably be funny to everybody, but honestly, you are one of those people that never can really sit down for very long either. That's, so That's true. So, I mean, even if you didn't necessarily have an active job, you would have been always, you were always just up doing stuff all the time. (laughs) Very different from how I used to be, the quintessential couch potato. All right. So you do CrossFit most of the time. You prefer CrossFit rather than running, right? Correct. And, but you were telling me earlier today that there's a lot of the similar principles Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. A lot of the training principles for a lot of different sports, not just running or CrossFit, a lot of them involve um, zone two training Mm -hmm. to make the athlete have a better engine, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but that's what I was talking about. It's not just, I've, and even people that lift weights, um, I was listening to some guys about that and their recovery techniques are it's all the same. Similar to what <laughs> very, I do. Very similar techniques. There's a pyramid. Uh, there's some low-hanging fruit that's at the base. And and then there's other things you can do that are way at the top of the pyramid. But if you don't have the base correct, it's not going to help you all that much to have really nice Normatec boots to squeeze your legs for right. recovery. If you're not doing the, the other things like sleeping and eating right, mm-hmm. and, uh, taking proper rest and training correctly. That makes sense. So, okay. So during CrossFit though, you do run sometimes has how, okay. I don't know how to ask this question, but has, you have run some with me a little bit too, and done a couple races and things like that. So I guess what I'm asking is 
has your perspective on the running portion changed during your CrossFit workouts? Since, since you started, you know, you, you did a couple, we'll touch on this later, but you did a couple night trail races with me this past summer. Um, and you, you know, for the last several years, you went to donut runs with me, you've done 10 K's here and there. So I guess I'm wondering if you, if you still think about running the same way that you used to, or has your perspective on it changed? It's changed in the last year before that, uh, I had enough fitness level just to go run six miles. Mm-hmm. I could do that, um, without training for it, but, um, probably a side note, maybe we'll talk about it later, but not training for running. I ended up getting injured. <laughs> so I had overuse injury, Achilles tendonitis. And, um, from that, because I didn't do any training, but I had enough fitness just to go run six miles and mm-hmm. didn't have to train to do it because I was already fit enough. Um, but in the last year in doing night trail races with you, uh, in preparation to do a longer Ragnar uh, relay run. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the, the longer slow runs that are done, um, actually in what you wouldn't think so, but, uh, seemed counterintuitive, but those actually make you more fit and it made it a lot easier and it made me faster, honestly. The, the longer, slow runs, the longer, slow runs made me faster. Well, guess what? I can't argue with that at all because I, I already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyhow, so yeah, no, I absolutely agree with all of those, all of those things. Okay. So before I have lots of stuff that I want to talk about, but do you personally have any, well, okay. First of all, I'm just going to remind my listeners, most of you listening today, I, I believe have listened to most of my episodes and I have talked about my husband before I talked about, he just mentioned how he ran his first 10 K with no training. And he talked about how he was fit enough. And, you know, of course I was all offended back then. And <laughs> Cause I had trained so hard and he just showed up and ran and beat me. But yeah, that's a whole other episode that you can go back through and, and find that in one of my earlier episodes, if you haven't listened to that yet. But do you remember like when I first started running, you came with me to the donut runs and stuff. Uh-huh. And I mean, was it, did you think I was stupid or what? No, it was fun. Were you excited that I was finally like interested in something like active or at um, the time, do you remember? I- I don't know if that's what I thought. I, I always just wanted to do stuff with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My whole goal was to spend time with you. And so it was a Saturday morning and it was a fun run mm-hmm. and it was fun. So yeah. we would go and do those and we would spend the morning together and we'd have coffee and donuts and yeah. it was fun. It was and that fun. was my motivation to start running was to spend time with you. Wow. Sounds my like favorite person. Sounds like you, <laughs> maybe you love me or something. Um, so, so anyways, Okay, we're, we're going to move on from that subject. Did you, when we got married, obviously, so we've been married for almost 31 years, but I would have to say that when we got married, you know, you had no idea someday your wife was going to become this, this Waddell running lady. <laughs> nope, no idea. In fact, if fitness was not on my radar in the least, I figured just being active, working in the yard and mm-hmm. having a job that I had to move around was enough and i played you know sports in high school and never did anything after that until i was in my mid 30s probably okay and then i finally started gaining weight and decided i probably should do some exercising and mm-hmm. and watch what i eat a little bit more i got a city job had one but i was outside and then i went into the office and i wasn't 
a person to weigh myself, but I had been at the job in the office for 10 months and I'd gained 10 pounds. <laughs> and so the math was really easy to do. I was yep. in my mid thirties. I figured I've got another 40 years of working or whatever it's going to be. And uh, the math's pretty simple on how much I'm going to weigh if this doesn't change. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So, and then kind of along the same subject. So, you know, you're talking about losing weight and things like that. Obviously, most of us know it's it's different for women and it's easier for men to lose weight, I feel like. I mean, I think we could all probably agree with that. You know, also I've had a messy history with, I call it disordered eating. I mean, I don't know what else I would really call it. It wasn't an eating disorder, but it was definitely disordered eating and it messed with my head and caused me issues over the years. But, and I went through so many diets that I would do for a while. And then the only exercise I would do was if the diet said, walk for 30 minutes, I would do that. And then once I lost the weight, I wouldn't walk anymore. So I guess my question for you is, were you, okay, so I start running randomly one day. Were you surprised when I didn't stop? No, I don't think so. Cause we, we had started doing other stuff before that, that was together. And then running was kind of what you started doing. And, and then you quit exercising with me because you were doing the running and I just started running with you. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that it surprised me, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's not sure I really remember. It surprised me because I felt like kind of like a quitter because I'd, I'd quit so many diets, you know what I mean? And I'd quit so many things that when I actually started, it's, oh, it's been a year since I've been running and oh, it's been two years and now it's been three years and now it's been four. It's kind of surprising that I, that I stuck with it, I guess. And so I just wondered if you ever thought about that or not. Okay, so what is your, what is the worst thing that you hate? Just, just be honest, okay? The people want to know. The people need to know. What's the worst thing, what you hate the most about me? Especially now, I love running ultras. I love running trails, and I'm slow. So just, just go ahead and spit it out. So the, the thing I like the worst, like we said earlier in this conversation, um, when you started running... I like to do things with you and mm -hmm. I want to spend my weekends doing things with my wife. Um, but when it got to be the ultra running, the distances are a lot longer and the time spent out on the trail are a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you and your personality, you, it causes you anxiety to have me there with you. It does. And so, and I'm, I can go find things to do, um, run. And then there's, a lot of the places you go had equipment and I could go do, um, there's a workout called Murph. Right. It's a one mile run and it's a hundred, um, squats. It's a hundred pull-ups and 200 pushups and 300, um, air squats. And then you run another mile. Well, that takes a long time to do. True. It takes about a 50 minutes to an hour to do. And plus the other stuff that I can do. So I had no problem being busy while you are running, but <laughs> you and your personality, it causes you, stress. I, I guess, stress that somebody's actually waiting on you. Yes. So you don't like it. So, so your longer running kind of ruined our <laughs> Saturday morning routine of spending time together. So that would be the thing I dislike the most because I'd like to spend time with you. I mean, that's fair enough. You could become like Waddell ultra running hubs though. Except that I still wouldn't get to run with you because it would cause you stress. And anxiety. That's true. That's true. It does. It does stress me out. And I've said before on this podcast that I am 
I'm a solo runner and I would say, I mean, I definitely prefer that. I don't mind running with people every once in a while. And of course I love races, but I do get stressed out if I know that people are waiting for me, especially my husband runs a lot faster than I do. You're a lot quicker than I am. And so relatively, well, yeah, I'm not fast either, but it's just relative. It is relative. And that, you know, I, if I know I'm going to be out there doing 10 miles and it's going to take me a few hours, you know, are you going to do two Murphs? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it would be, it just got to be kind of stressful, but fair point, fair point. Okay. What is your favorite thing? Is there a favorite thing? I mean, am I a better person or am I Um, cuter now that I'm an ultra runner? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, well, as far as the running goes, I guess my favorite parts are when I still get to go do things with you Mm -hmm. because we will do some things, um, some running events together and it works out to do them. Um, last summer we did night races and we had a lot of fun. That was really fun. And we had a good time doing that. We would go and we would have fun doing that. And some of them, um, were during the day and then we would get pizza afterwards and uh, coffee and Mm -hmm. have fun. And it's just a day spent with you and that, those are my favorite things. So we can do it together as an event. Um, if the distances are short enough and, you know, it works out that way. Mm-hmm. So that would be my favorite thing about the running. Okay. So, but I guess what I'm wondering is, and you know, if this is a bad answer, that's okay. You know, we can cut it out. I'll cut it out if I don't like the answer, but, but do you think overall that it has had a positive effect on me personally? And do you know what I'm saying? Um, or has it been negative more because I'm gone so much? Well, I don't like the being gone all the time part of it. Um, I don't know. Positive wise, it's good for your health. Right. It's good for your sanity. It is. Um, you you need me to be sane. That's true. I do. I mean, you don't want. Um, so yeah. it's good for that. But I, but I don't know. Maybe it's an obsession. <laughs> On my part, yeah. having an obsession, yeah. or you have an obsession with me. And so I, have you, an, I have an obsession with and you. So obviously. you have a hard time with me being gone so much. Is that I have a issue? hard time with you being obsessed with running. Because <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. Okay. Okay. I get it. I understand. Okay. Well, maybe that wasn't the best question to ask. I don't know. So, okay. Do you personally have any goals or aspirations when it comes to running for yourself? Last summer, you ran a few different. Um, so, Air Viper running, which I've talked about lots of times on this, on this show, has races all year long in Arizona. And in the summertime, it's so hot and it's just, it's too hot to run, you know, your typical Saturday morning race a lot of times. So they switch things to the nighttime and they have a series called the Insomniac series. And I think Stunner was your very first ever nighttime trail race. Was that your first trail race? Was Um, that before Ragnar? Yeah, it was. I did three of them. I don't remember all the names of them, but I think one was in July. Well, I think one was in July and then another in August and then another in September. And then we, or it could have been. No, it was. It was July it was, was Stunner. It was August. July was Stunner. August was um, Hangover. No. Let's see. I don't remember, but you did three. You right. did one at White Tanks, one at Usury, and one out at the yeah, McDowell's, I, I believe. Yeah, I think it was um, July, August, and September. Okay. So did you enjoy it? I mean, did, did it do anything for you? Like, Hey, I want to do more of this. Or were you just like, okay, this is good enough. I don't know that I want to run longer distances. I thought at one time, maybe I might want to, but I don't, I'm, I think my goal is probably do the same thing again next summer. Just run, do those races and then run the Ragnar with you. Okay. 
was kind of the thought. Okay. Well, I mean, that's okay. I still love you. So let me think, let me see what else. Okay. So we've, we have kind of a little bit of contention on this subject about Chicago marathon. I didn't know until after the fact that you were kind of annoyed that I spent too much time on Instagram posting, but I, I didn't mean to do that. But did you, you wanted to come with me to Chicago marathon yes, and I you did. wanted to spend the time with me. And obviously it was a difficult race and I had some physical problems and it was hard to recover and stuff. But so it wasn't like this, like necessarily pleasure trip. You know what I'm saying? For you, no, from your perspective. So are you sad that you went? I mean, do you regret going? Are you glad I, that you went? I think in retrospect, I didn't enjoy it, but it was because you didn't get to start for like two hours. Exactly. After the actual start time. And then you had issues and problems that I caused did. it to be your probably longest marathon ever. Mm-hmm. And so then it was, you know, me wandering around for a strange city, the, uh, <laughs> Chicago, but still it wasn't fun to it, be by yourself. It literally was to about 10 o'clock at night. Right. Finally. Um, when I was back in the hotel room and able to well, 10 o'clock is I probably when you got in bed. I'm right. just going to guess. So, yeah. and, and you know, and you're on Instagram, you're doing an Epsom salt soak and eating in the bathtub. Yeah. And I went and got the food and all that. So that's fine. But it was just me sitting in there. Right. <laughs> twiddling my thumb for, a long time. Uh, yeah, about 18 hours. And that, that I guess that's... And then we had to leave the next day. We did. So we really didn't have any fun there. No. Because we got there the day before. Right. And didn't... Well, we got there the day before the expo. We got there Friday night, and then we went to the expo. But that was a very busy day. Yeah. We Just did. walking around, trying to get my finisher jacket at the Nike store. And then the race was the next day, and then we flew out the following day. So there wasn't any downtime. There wasn't any vacation time in there. Right. So that, maybe... That's why it wasn't fun, because if... there was no vacation time. If we ever did something like that again, we'd have to plan differently for sure. Okay. So let me see. Do you think if I wasn't, how can I say this? Okay. I'm a slower runner, obviously. Do you think if I wasn't gone as long for my long runs that you would like it better? Uh, Probably. (laughs) If I was a faster person? (laughs) I wouldn't have to be faster. I don't know. I, there's only seven days in a week. Yeah. And, and six of those days are full. And yeah. Saturday is the only day that we have to do anything. That's and true. So, uh, having time to do things together has always been important to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I agree. I agree. That is, it's important to me too. All right. So would you ever be willing to, and I realize, you know, so this is an interesting podcast in the sense it's not, I'm kind of asking all kinds of random questions and asked you about yourself too, but uh, would you ever be willing to, let's say one day I was able to run a hundred mile race. Would you ever be willing to crew me for that? Or would you be like, okay, this is stupid. Go find people <laughs> to crew you and go do your I own would, thing. I would, I would help you. You would help I, me because I am your husband. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's good to know. Cause I might need Especially help. Especially the one that you have planned would be actually be easy. December at across the years. You can set up a little table and have stuff for me and have a tent and have. Yeah, it's not like a trail that's 100 miles long. Right. Or a 100 mile loop. Or, or where you have to drive to different locations and be waiting for me to show up. And, and hope you don't get lost in the. Right. Middle of the night or something. In the woods. That's true. Okay. Well, there's hope, everybody, that he's willing to at least help me. So that's great. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. Okay. So. Obviously, you're kind of a star on my Instagram page. I mean, you know, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, I know you don't look at a lot of my posts, but I kind of make fun of you in my reels. 
I, and I have seen some of them, yes. And you so do tag me sometimes. I do tag you sometimes. And in some of them, you have like a big fluffy white mustache. And some of them, you wear your hat backwards. Some of them, you wear a plaid shirt with like a randomly really weird tie that doesn't, you know, I mean, why would you wear a tie with a plaid shirt anyways, right? And then sometimes you're wearing a suit coat with like a Hawaiian shirt under it and just really weird, ugly stuff that I purposely do on purpose to try to be really like out there. Are you, I really don't look like any of them. That's what I was going to say is, is he doesn't have a beard. He doesn't have a fluffy white mustache or a brown cardstock mustache like I wore one time. And he typically doesn't wear Hawaiian shirts with ties. Not typically. No. <laughs> but so are you okay with that or do you want me to stop? <laughs> as long as they know it's not really me. <laughs> I really don't look like that. It's just, I think it's just kind of funny and it adds like kind of some comedy to it. Yeah, it's humorous and it's, I mean, real things that actually really happen. You know, like there's the one that I did where I'm rolling around in our yard. Let's see. I'm trying to think what that was. Oh, I dressed up like you or like, you know, the fake you and pretended you were calling me to find out like when I was going to get home. And so it's from your perspective, you're like, where is she at? Like, what is she doing? You know, and you're waiting and Muppet music is playing in the background. And I'm like, meanwhile, you know, here's what I'm doing. And I'm like doing skipping down the, through the grass. And I'm like twirling around and rolling around, just doing random dumb stuff. So I don't know, to me, that's realistic because I think you are sometimes like what in the world is taking our song, right? Um, I've gotten used to the really long ones. So I understand what you're actually doing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're out there. I'm not. Although I do know you stop an awful lot. The reason your runs take so long is you stop because you got to get the pictures. Okay, but and, I'm... and sometimes you know there's the balloons flying, there's well, the moon, yeah, you know, behind the saguaro cactus, and you got these great views, and and pretty soon it'll be the the wildflowers oh, in that's the desert, the best. which will be amazing. Beautiful. And you'll have to stop, and and then you'll have to answer somebody that's messaging you and or they send me a porta poopy picture that i have to post um, immediately exactly so i mean so I, I i understand okay well good at least there's no I, I used to wonder where you're at but now i just get busy doing that's other it. stuff yeah. yeah and so you're not bitter so that's good well i don't know about that but <laughs> I, I still love you thank you well i guess i think part of the reason i stop so much is I mean, you know this because you know how I am, but years ago, like I didn't do anything and I didn't even go outside. I mean, I'm sure you remember that. I do. So the first 25 years. Exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't. Not I that we didn't do anything outside. We went camping and did things like that, but you didn't by yourself spend any time out there. No, I, I mean, we even went on a couple of hikes, but like two, you know what I mean? We didn't even go on hikes or anything. If we camped, I was just right there in the campsite. And so for all my life, I mean, most of my life, I didn't even, I mean, I knew we lived in a pretty place, but I didn't know how pretty it was. And I didn't know, life said this a million times, how blue the sky was and I, how fluffy the clouds were. You knew this stuff because you were outside more, you know, but it's, I think it's different probably when you're out there on purpose trying to, I don't know, you're yeah. just outside, you know, it's a mm -hmm. different perspective. And so to me now, it doesn't matter. Even in the summer, it's still pretty. I mean, it's hot and I almost die like half the time, but cause it's so hot out there, but it's still pretty. And you still, and even though I run a lot of the same trails, it looks different on different days. And it looks different if there's a blue sky or if there's a gray sky or if there's clouds or if there's just different views and different things. And I, I can't help myself. Sometimes I have to just stop and, and take pictures because I feel like I missed out, I think. 
on a lot of years of not getting to see that. And so I'm just explaining why it takes so long sometimes. <laughs> but okay. What's your favorite race that you've done with me so far? Uh, probably uh, one of the last nighttime trail races. Havelina Hangover? I don't remember all the names of them, but yeah, those are fun. That was the lot. That was the one in September. Yeah, they have. I just like it because they have iced coffee. They have cold brew coffee. and Didn't you like coffee. drink all of it? Uh, not all of it, but nobody else seems to know it's there. But I figured it out. And when it's you're super hot and thirsty, it tastes really good. Even though I'm sure it's not really quenching my thirst well, but it sure it, does it, taste good. It doesn't matter after you're done running. There's just certain things that hit the spot. And, and with trail racing, they have great Really snacks, good food. And really good food. And Grilled cheese. Fun. And then they have Quesadillas. vendors there selling pizza. And I don't know. It's like a reward. It is. Do you feel, is it funny or embarrassing whenever people are like, Hey, are you Waddell running hubs? Do they ask if you're Waddell running hubs? <laughs> um, nobody's ever asked me that, but some people might rec I don't know. There's been a, there was a few people. There was a lady named Candace who recognized me. Mm -hmm. Um, she lives on our side of town. And then I want to say Karen and Amanda there's yeah, Karen and Amanda, and then there was another uh, couple, Kim and oh, Elliot, Elliot Kim and Elliot, Kim and Elliot, because mm -hmm. um, you spent you know an entire evening with them. It's stationing, so yeah. then they know like, who you are, yeah, and they ask about you from mm -hmm. time to time. You could start like your own Instagram model running hubs, and then you know you could would probably be like Insta famous or something. Uh -huh. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Then I'd have to spend time posting. Oh, that's true. I posted, you hate doing that. I posted twice in my entire. <laughs> entire Instagram career and both of them were with your assistance. So I don't, I don't think, um, if you guys want to follow my husband, his Instagram is Dustin Trough, but he, um, never posts, he never posts and it'll be really boring. So, I mean, if you want to try, you can, there's a post of us after we ran a 5k and then isn't there like a wedding anniversary reel? And then there's a 30th wedding anniversary reel on there that I reposted. And with, so you've uh, seen all her. that. If you follow yeah. me, you've probably seen that. You've reel. seen both of them. If you follow <laughs> her because the other photos from on yours, I'm oh. sure as well. But yeah, so that is funny. So, okay. So no Waddell running hubs page is coming in the near future. As far as I know. Okay. So let's switch gears a little bit and we, okay. So you typically do CrossFit and I do my running. Um, but there are some times when, our kids will actually do something with us. And when we were in Utah at Thanksgiving time, our youngest son who's 13 and our youngest daughter who's 17, both ran the cold water run with us in, where is it at? Salt Lake city? Actually, it's the, I don't think cold it's turkey run, cold, cold turkey. turkey run. Sorry. I'm used to cold water. So the yeah, cold when turkey we're, when run. We're on vacation. They like to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's the only time I think. And well, and they did it. It was in Utah again for, Memorial Day yeah, last May, the run of remembrance. And they both really like the run of remembrance so much that remember, they're like, well, we want to run the turkey trot with you. And, and it's fun because as a family, we get to go do that. And they're usually early. And then afterwards, and this is what's nice. When they were younger and weren't going with us, we had to hurry back mm -hmm. because they were at my dad's house, which they're supervised, but they're on vacation and we don't want to leave them there all day. So, but with them, with us, mm -hmm. then we get to go have all the fun, which is coffee and um, not necessarily donuts, but breakfast sandwiches breakfast or something, something fun like that. Yeah. And we get to spend that time with them, mm -hmm. which so. is fun. And when 
especially Gatlin as the youngest, there's well, Madison sometimes too, especially when they were out of school and before she had a job and stuff, sometimes they would come with me for like the shorter training runs and ride a scooter or something like that. And I don't know. I always like that. It's, it's fun involving them. And another funny note about that cold turkey run was, you know, you took a video of, of Madison and I approaching the finish line. I didn't, I don't even know if I knew that you were, I think you were yelling woo or something like that. And we looked over and I know Madison waved or whatever, but I posted that. And I think that reel has like 8 million views now, which is just so weird because like, there's nothing about it that, I mean, we are, I guess, conspicuous for running in long skirts. And there's been a lot of comments about that. For some reason, that reel just took off and pretty funny. So good job on the video, 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 what do you call it? Videography? Yes. (laughs) You helped me. Thank you. So, and then how do you feel about this? I'm just asking a bunch of random questions, everybody. So I appreciate your patience and your putting up with me. And if you're listening to this on a long run, you know, maybe you'll get a chuckle or two out of it. That would be good. But how do you feel about, so, okay, what did you think? This is a big deal that happened recently when I ran past mountain with my friend, Chris, what, what did you think about that whole, it was a kind of a big, huge situation. Did you even give it any thought or. What do you mean? It was a situation. I just, I just mean it was to me, I was like super stressed about making the cutoffs and I was really worried about it. And you know, behind the scenes, then my friend Ruth was trying to find someone to run with me and asked Chris and Chris agreed and she gave race credits and it, and then it started, you know, I, I don't know, just a lot of people started getting interested in it and wanting to know about it. And I don't know, it was just a big deal. Did you even think about it? I, we're not really, you and I are very different. So I don't like you really stewed or were really concerned over the cutoff times because they had a, a cutoff that was less than half the total time that yes. you had to do the whole race, which didn't make any sense. Right. And it was five hours for the first loop, but the second loop, you basically had what? Uh, nine, 10, 11 hours or something. Right. It, was, it yeah. didn't make sense with that, but um, it, to me, it was, you asked the question and then they, and you finally did. You finally asked them, you asked the race director Aaron, or, yeah. And, and they let you know, no, that's not a problem mm-hmm. because we have, everything's going to be out there anyways. And so to me, I, I'm a different person. I don't, you don't stress. Time. No, not as much. Well, I also think that you, one thing I've noticed too, is I'll tell you like, Hey, I'm worried about this. or I'm stressed about this race. And you're like, why are you even worried about this? Like, you know, you're going to finish it. You know, you're going to do it. You've trained for it. You've, <laughs> you know what I mean? You've done all the runs and like multiple times you've told me like, like Michelle, you're going to finish, like you're going to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't stress like you do over it. Um, I don't overthink. I think you overthink it probably. Yeah. would be one way to say it. And I, that's just not my personality. Well, I also, but I also feel like you kind of think I'm more awesome than I really am sometimes. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, because you're just like, no, you're, you're going to do it. Whereas I'm over here doubting or worried about it. And you're like, you're, you'll be home and you'll come home after the race and you'll have your medal and you'll be done. And tomorrow you'll try to sign up for another one. You know what I'm saying? You're just like always more, have more confidence, I guess, in me than I and do. That's because you've never, and most people that do ultra marathons, they have uh, races that they didn't finish. Yeah. They have DNFs and you do not have any. The only race I did not finish was a 10 K 
a couple of years ago when I was really injured with my ankle. Oh, and that somebody given it somebody to gave you. me a yeah. last minute entry, and I realized like a mile in when I was last, and I was in so much pain that it would be not smart to finish. But other than that, most people um, that they're in this circle of ultra marathoners mm-hmm. uh, or trail runners, I should say, they they have a DNF. All of them, they, almost all of them, and they and it doesn't bother them that they had them because they it's a learning experience for them, and you don't have any. Um, not that you're more amazing than they are or anything, <laughs> you just don't have any. So that's why I don't really think you're not going to finish finish one. And even if you didn't, it's not the end of the world, and right, it's probably. Eventually, you're going to have one, and oh, absolutely, it'll be a good learning experience. Yeah, they all post about theirs, and they talk about how what they learned, and some of them it does not bother them one bit. Right, in fact, they have they have them every year, and they expect to have them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother them at all, and they run. I mean, Andrew Glaze runs how many miles a week? A hundred, and this over a hundred, two hundred, doing two hundred. Yeah, and he's had a lot of every DNFs. year. He has a bunch of DNFs. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to phase him at all no it actually no it doesn't and i and think friend chris has them doesn't yeah. bother him one bit either yeah so i'm sure that i will experience that at some point um one because you've never not finished one and i also know your person your, your tenacity um maybe we call it being stubborn <laughs> or whatever yeah um that's just your personality and that's why you can do the long races because when people wonder well how do you do that well because i know how you are as a person right with the tenacity that you have and your your determination to do stuff is i'm well aware of it been married to you for a long time well thank you thank you that's very nice i'll take that as a compliment (laughs) um one thing i have over the people that have dnfs is is um last place several last place finishes but um yeah that's okay you know and and i'm trying to embrace the mindset that when i do because i know it's inevitable that i'll have a dnf um, when i do that it's not the end of the world and i almost am tempted to sign up for a race that i probably don't think i can finish within the cutoffs just to see how far i can get you know and there's some races that that I think would be worth experiencing just the course and stuff and being out there running with people and friends and enjoying the time, even if I'm not going to finish. I don't know how to explain it, but there's some things I'm probably only going to experience, be able to experience by going into it, knowing that I probably can't make these cutoffs. Yeah, because they have a tighter crown king is one that um has a tighter cutoff and it's a difficult race and it's not really meant for mo- most of our avipa running most of their events are very back of the pack trail runner friendly um there are a few that aren't and crown king is one that is not back of the pack friendly um and so even is that the black canyon ultra? that's another one the black canyon ultras also are not and then same with um with crown king um, my friend lisa true coach lisa coaches mostly women over 50 but you know there's a few younger ones and um but there are some races that she will not doesn't want to train you know what i'm saying it's like these are ones you really want to consider maybe not signing up for because you know if you're a back of the packer i've just been trying to think about that because i maybe do want to someday see what the crown king race is all about i may not finish they probably will pull me but at least i'll get to see what it's about and you know So I think there's some experiences that are worth doing, even if I won't finish. 
Okay, so anything else you can think about that we should talk about? We talked about our kids. Oh, I do want to say, so Madison, I don't know if she told you this. Madison's our youngest daughter. She's 17. Um, and she wants to someday run a half marathon, she said. And so after she gets out of school and has more time to train and stuff like that, she is planning on doing a half marathon training plan and running it. And um, yeah, I think that'd be really fun. And then I can run it with her. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, you should do that too. Those are shorter. 13.1 miles. Yeah. Be done in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It'll take me way longer than you, but that's, it's true. It's, I think it's a very doable distance for a lot of people. So that's exciting. Okay. So, uh, so we're going to talk about a funny story. Well, I don't think Dustin thinks it's funny, but uh, it's educational. It's educational. This is for educational purposes. So, um, and I think it's good that you're here to talk about this because, you know, you can stand up for yourself. So, well, there's a couple things. Okay. So which race was it that you heard the pop? It was Eagle Down. Was that your first 10K? No. It was your second one, I think. That was actually probably a 5K. Um, when you got injured? Well, no, I, the first injury I got was, so as we talked about at the beginning of the podcast that... I started running with Michelle to spend time with her. And it started out with the uh, fun runs at the local running store that we frequent. Tourists and hair sports. That we, that we support financially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and those are fun. And But I never trained in running and never even gave it any thought. And, and just because you're fit enough to run three miles or six miles, you still have to train. Mm-hmm. I think everybody that's listening to this probably knows because yep. your ligaments and your tendons um, take more time to come along than your muscles do. Right. And so I started running with Michelle and I kind of blame it on her because she signed me up for a 10K. Hey, I think you wanted me to though. I don't think I'm I just sure did she, it. I think she, instead of the signing me up for the five, there was two choices. There was yeah. a 10 and a five. She signed me up for the 10K. Which I didn't get injured on that 10K, but it okay. was doing stuff like that. And oh, it's an overuse injury. So I ended up with Achilles tendonitis. So after that, be, after that, yes. Okay. So it's that was probably in September, maybe October. It was in October of 2018. And then it was towards the end of 2018, I started having the tendonitis and I, you know, had to quit. I would use bikes instead of running and, mm. um, if I was doing any kind of circuit training or anything like that um so i would use a bike or something besides running because it would always cause me to be stiff but what you're talking about is i tore the plantar fascia tendon so i had done rehab for the um achilles and that was on my left leg but the plantar fascia tendon tore and i think it was probably just from doing too much i i thought i would try to run a marathon with my wife (laughs) so i started training for that and i worked out five days a week and I did spin bike four days a week on top of that. And it was, it was too much. So you're just doing too much too soon. Too much. And, but I did all the rehab and all that, Mm -hmm. uh, but I was running a 5k and there was a real steep incline and I decided I I would keep the same pace, which meant more effort. And that plantar fascia tendon, uh, it was microlinear tears, but they it popped really loud. And I didn't know it was my tendon. I thought I stepped on something. Oh, that's I, so gross. And I looked around for what I stepped on. And there was nothing there. Ooh. And then I realized it was my foot and I warmed up and done everything I was supposed to. And I had was slowly increasing my mileage, but I'm just going to have to guess it's age and um, maybe just too much activity and not enough rest. 
that's really disgusting. I mean, I knew that it popped. Like, of course, I was still out on the course because, like I said, he he does all these distances faster than I do. But I remember you telling me when I crossed the finish line something about you were limping, I think, after that and that you were hurt and that you heard a pop. But I didn't realize it sounded like you stepped on something. That's just yeah, it disgusting. Like a, one of those uh, packing pillows. That oh, you pop. that is so gross. But it, it's because you hear it. You hear it internally, but it sounds like it's external. Oh, that's Because it so pops gross. loud enough. And so that was your, what was that? Plantar fascia? Plantar fascia tendon. And so do you still have trouble with that today? I don't, but I still have the really tight calves and Achilles on both sides. So it's really a whole chain of things that have to be worked on constantly. So okay. I can't just go run. You have to actually I have to train. work up to, yes. Okay. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to save face with my listeners on that faithfully listen to my podcast from the beginning. And so I told a story several podcasts back about my first 10K and your first 10K as well that I signed you up for apparently. And I trained for nine weeks, let's say, right? And you, I remember you telling me, oh, I don't need to train. I'm a CrossFitter. Like I can run. Like, I don't know that I said I, I think use, you I don't think I did. have a CrossFitter, but I, I'm sure that I, you the did. attitude was still the same. Yes, the and attitude. That's the truth. Yes. Like, I don't need to train. Yes. Exactly. Because we would run all the 5Ks yes. and I would go do those. And, and so you're like, I don't need to train for this. And so and so I trained. Of course, I was a very new runner, so I had only done a, five, a couple of 5Ks before this. I did a plan, I think, on the Nike Run Club app or something for a 10K training plan. Showed up. For it was the Eagle Down Run, and it was at Kiwanis Park in Tempe, and it was in October of 2018. So we both start this race, <laughs> and this is going to be the farthest I've ever run in my life. Well, you too, right? Yes. This is the farthest you'd ever yes. run to. And so I guess at, back then, I didn't really know that I was like slow. I didn't know. I didn't realize it. I hadn't run enough to really realize that I wasn't fast or whatever. But I'm out there doing the best that I can. And I know I'm not like going to come in like first or anything, but, the, and I knew that I was not last, but when I crossed the finish line, finally, <laughs> you were standing there and you said, what took you so long? No, I told you I was worried. About no, you, you first, I you said, said you did. You said, was, what took you so long? You're like, I was worried about you. And I was like, so bummed, like so disappointed because here you didn't even train. And you finish, and you're like, yeah, I've been done. However long you know you'd been done, and then it, I was done a lot li later. And then, of course, you look. We looked at your time, and you were like first place in your age group, I think, or second place, or something like that. So then I was even more bummed. <laughs> and then I'm gonna let you defend yourself in a minute. And then after that, of course, I'm standing around like, well, obviously, I'm a loser. Then you know, <laughs> I'm a bum. Except that you also. But I didn't know that at the time. And so we're standing around waiting for the awards and they're like, Dustin Trough, you know, whatever, first place. And I was just like, this is so stupid. I was like so mad. And then we left and went to go get coffee and donuts or whatever. So then I'm looking at my phone and you're like, why are you so depressed? I'm like, well, what do you think? And, and then uh, I looked at my phone and realized that two of the people that had signed up for the 10K, two women my age, decided they didn't want to run the 10k so they only ran the 5k so their results didn't count and i ended up getting like third place in my age group so yeah they had to end up mailing me my award later but so yes i did place but i still felt really bad but i know you didn't intend to like make me feel bad 
But so go ahead, just go ahead and defend yourself. Okay. <laughs> Let's chalk it up to being a man. Okay. And, and not having that sensitivity and mm-hmm. understanding because my, from my perspective, I was actually concerned about you wondering what happened. And I was, you know, not, Did she reali- die? not realizing how long it, because at that time you'd only been doing this for about five months. Right. And I had only started in maybe August with you mm-hmm. when done like two or three of those Saturday morning donut runs That's true. with you. And so I wasn't aware of the time frame either. And I really was concerned about you, but being, <laughs> being of the male species, the way it came across is, you know, like what took you so long? Yeah. Whereas I was, you know, worried, like where, you know, I was concerned about where you were at. And, yeah. And then not realizing after that, that I had even offended you. And then here I'm like in tears and, and I'm upset. And, and on the way to go get coffee and all that. And here I just had a great time and I was having fun. Didn't really, I didn't, still didn't realize. And you're like, what in the world? Still didn't realize what was wrong. Yeah. Didn't realize I'd offended you. But you have to, you know, that's, I want to say stereotypical male okay. on that. Well, you know, it's okay. I forgive you. That's good. Yeah. But that is probably when I realized that, okay, I am kind of pace challenged, you know, at that point. And I checked how many people finished after me. There weren't a ton. But anyhow, that's okay. I just thought I would give you a chance to like stand up for yourself. So it's not just a one-sided story, like, you know, husband bashing. I blame you on that race for giving me Achilles tendonitis. Hey, that's not my fault. not giving me the proper instruction and direction to say you actually need to train. And helping me out. Yeah, but if I would have said that, if I would have said you need to train, would you have? No. I have no idea. No. That was almost six years ago. Five and a half. Right? Yeah, it'll be six years this October. October. So a little over five years. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't have. I don't think you would have. No, I'm too much of the male species. I understand what you're saying. Okay, so all in all, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up, but I do want to say that I do appreciate you letting me sign up for races and bribing you and whatever I have to do sometimes to be able to sign up for races. I appreciate it. And that you're my sponsor, <laughs> quote unquote. No, but I do appreciate all the support. And because I know that even if you get upset sometimes that I'm gone so long, I know that you still support me in the races and you still, I, I don't know. I think I feel really accomplished when I finish these things. I do feel like it makes me a better person. And so I appreciate that you are willing to let me do all of it, even though it's not necessarily convenient for you all the time and your favorite thing ever. So just wanted to say thank you for that publicly. You're welcome. All right. That's because you're my favorite. Oh, well, thank you. This will be a good time to wrap up this episode. Thank you for being a guest today, Dustin. You're welcome. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Well, thank you. And thank you everybody again for listening. We appreciate you being here week after week and letting me blather and talk about running and how much I love it. And just remember that every step counts and just keep putting in the effort. And if you just keep taking another step and another step, you will eventually get to where you're going. And remember to have fun out there on your run. As always, reach out to me on Instagram through direct message at Waddell Running Lady or email me at funoftherunpodcast at gmail.com. And I hope that you will join me next time for Fun of the Run podcast.